Welcome to Work and the Future, a podcast about tomorrow, with your host, Linda Nazareth. Well, hello, and thank you for joining us today on a special episode of Work in the Future, sponsored by Microsoft. Artificial intelligence, AI. Now, when you hear that, what do you think? It might be a positive association. You might think about how your job is going to be enhanced by new technology. Or it could be a more negative one, because people have worried for decades that robots might come along and be able to replace them. Right now, a lot of people are uneasy about that, or at least they're a little bit cautious about what the future might look like. Now, if you're a leader in an organization, you probably see all of this as a challenge. Because you know it will change things, AI will change things, but it's so early to know how this will progress and how you should prepare for it. Now, this is a huge topic. It is one we're going to be talking about a lot on this podcast. But to kick it off, I'm really happy to be joined on this episode by Jason Bromit. Now, Jason is head of modern work and surface at Microsoft. And he and I have been talking about work for a couple of years now. We've talked about this as the pandemic was really changing things. And uh, we had shutdowns and work at home without everyone really wanting to do that or manage it. And since then, we've just kind of talked about the way things have been evolving and how people have been stepping up, changing things, how work won't go back to being the way it was. And when it comes to AI... I had a really interesting and positive conversation with Jason. And I say positive because he's upbeat about the way that AI will change work. And, you know, right now, not everybody is, but it was really great to hear his thoughts and sort of the numbers and the thinking that go with that. So it was a really good conversation worth listening to. Please stay with us to hear it. AI change the future of work. To talk about that, I'm joined by Jason Bromet. He's head of modern work and surface at Microsoft Canada. Jason, thanks so much for doing this. Hey, Linda. It's so good to join. This is, I think, the third time uh, I've spoken to you on this podcast. Just remind our listeners about your role at Microsoft. Yeah, for sure. Um, again, it's always amazing to have uh, an opportunity to sit down and chat. Uh, I lead our modern work in surface business, actually for the Americas now. Uh, I think since the last time you and I chatted, uh, my remit has expanded beyond the borders of just Canada uh, to now actually thinking from the tip of South America all the way to the north of Canada. Um, But I look after uh, all of the time that we spend with our customers, uh, product management, uh, P&L, sales strategy, all of those things. Awesome. That's a lot to cover. Uh, And I know bring it all together, you come out with the Microsoft Work Trend Index. The latest one is out, and I love the title, well, Will AI Fix Work? Because it's kind yeah. of a different viewpoint than we hear about AI, right? I think we kind of hear it's going to change it or brutalize it or wipe it out. Uh, it's a really optimistic view of it. So before we even get to the details on that, can you summarize this report a little bit? Yeah, for sure. Uh, The Work Trend Index uh, surveys employees and leaders uh, across industries and around the globe uh, to frankly provide unique, timely insights on the things that are reshaping work. Uh, It's really our opportunity in many ways to aggregate a lot of the work that we do as a company in talking to our customers uh, and open sourcing it, uh, recognizing that we're all learning. 
Uh, it's really this combination of data. Uh, it comes from trillions of what I'll call anonymous and aggregated signals uh, across Microsoft 365. Uh, we're obviously also able to tap into labor trend data from LinkedIn. Uh, and then obviously first-party research uh, inside of that. Uh, and at the end of the day, what it shows is uh, the pace of work is accelerated faster than we as humans can simply keep up with. Uh, and it's impacting us. It's also impacting innovation. Uh, and the headline is, is we actually think AI can help lift that burden. Uh, obviously, as AI reshapes work, uh, this idea of AI and human collaboration will be the next transformational pattern. Uh, as you and I've talked about is we've been sort of rallying over the last three years around this sort of the when and the where, and now it's actually this cool topic around the how work is going to get done. Uh, and it's really this idea of the AI infusion inside work that I think is going to become a really interesting topic for us as we look forward. We bring up a lot of different issues in this. One is digital debt. Now, you talk about this as being a burden to workers. Talk about what that is. Yeah, it's so funny. Uh, and uh, as I talk to customers, uh, this terminology, I actually think, has created a little bit of confusion because uh, we often have thought about technical or digital debt as this at all the legacy, all of the old on-premise software uh, where we've just not kept up or organizations haven't kept up. Um, but this is actually a really uh, interesting opportunity for us to reframe it, which is this idea that says digital debt is costing us. And so what does that mean? It's really this simple point that says the pace and volume of work has increased exponentially in this digital world. And employees, people, humans are struggling under that weight of work. And so what does that look like numerically? Uh, for Canadians, 54% of Canadians say they struggle with having the time and energy to do their job. And those people are four times more likely to also struggle with innovation and strategic thinking, which gets at the core of what really where we think there's opportunity. And for leaders, 55% of them in Canada are already feeling the effects, saying that a lack of innovation or breakthrough ideas on their teams is a concern. And so when we take a step back, we'll relate to this as individuals, as employees, as consumers, as partners, et cetera, which is the hours worked what we call the workday span, so the total number of hours that we work, the time spent in meetings, they've all steadily increased over the last few years, obviously spurred by the pandemic. But in many ways, uh, I hear lots of feedback, which is it hasn't really slowed back down. And it's harder than ever to keep up with all of it. Uh, those global statistics uh, uh, include frontline workers. And so those that we kind of think about being outside of the edge of the organization, but for knowledge workers who rely even more on digital communication, so those that are working in front of PCs all day, the share of the week taken up by emails and meetings is even greater, right? And we can all relate to this. We've got, I'll say, a plethora of applications, multiple inboxes. And what we actually think to be true is AI can actually tip the balance in people's favor to reclaim the thing that we think is the most valuable for us. And that's our time. Uh, our ability to reclaim time and energy for the important work that fuels innovation. And I thought that was so interesting in this report that you actually break down the day, how people spend their time. It's not necessarily productively spent. Totally. Uh, and listen, uh, you and I can probably relate. You and I could sit here and say, hey, like, how, what's your calendar look like and how do you spend your time? Um, and listen, there's a reality, which is, uh, as I, I, I can relate to it myself, right? Which is I'll often ask people like, how long is your list of favorites? Our ability to simply just find information and aggregate data across multiple systems, it's hard. Uh, there's no question about it. 
Uh, and so we really see this amazing opportunity to sort of bring AI from what I'll call autopilot, which has really sort of been living in the background, doing its best to help us to actually bring it to the foreground through what we call co-pilot, this ability to have it actually sitting beside you as, a, as an employee, as a worker, as a manager, as a leader, and actually being able to redefine how you interact with it um, so that it actually becomes a productivity provider uh, versus I'll call it that productivity drain that uh, that technical or digital debt is uh, more aptly pointing to. Let's talk a little bit more about that. When you look at this and you say, I want everyone to be more productive, what are the big obstacles to productivity? Yeah, listen, um, generally speaking, uh, and I'll give you a couple of uh, sort of rough stats or stats that you can kind of look at. Uh, 50% of time spent communicating. And so things like meetings and email and chat, right? And so that's uh, typing and texting, for lack of a better statement. Uh, average, uh, 43% creating content. And so think about that as documents, spreadsheets, presentations, uh, all of those content modalities or, or uh, outputs obviously vary a lot by type of worker. Um, what we also see the heaviest top users, top 25% spend 8.8 hours a week on email. And the heaviest meeting users, the top 25% of them spend on average seven and a half hours a week in meetings. I actually think that's low <laughs> between yeah. you and I. Uh, if I look at my calendar, my calendar looks a lot worse. And I don't know that I'm uh, the heaviest meeting user, but I might be. Um, and uh, and things like uh, looking back over time. So since February 2022, people are three times in more are in three times more Teams meetings and calls per week. And whether that's Teams or Zoom or WebEx doesn't really matter. It's this connecting over virtual distances. Uh, we have to make that time more productive. Uh, and at the end of the day, what we know to be true is with AI, every meeting becomes a digital artifact. Uh, I often talk to customers about this idea of digital exhaust, which is every time we interact uh, with a piece of software in any way, shape, or form, it leaves an artifact. Uh, and when we have that artifact, uh, AI can ultimately reason over it. Interesting stuff, Jason. I'm going to leave it there for a second. We're going to take a break and I want to come back and ask you more about how workers feel about all of this. Modern work is hybrid work. Help people and teams connect, collaborate, and get work done from anywhere with Microsoft Teams and Microsoft Viva. Enable your hybrid workforce and foster inclusive, interactive meetings for everyone, wherever they are, with Microsoft Teams Rooms. Empower your people and help your organization thrive with Microsoft Viva, an employee experience platform that delivers connection, insight, purpose, and growth for today's work environment. Well, I'm back with Jason Bromit. He's head of modern work and surface at Microsoft. Well, Jason, you asked workers about how they felt about AI. You had a pretty yeah. upbeat response, actually. Yeah. So uh, listen, I get uh, asked a lot uh, by our customers, uh, partners, et cetera, which is like, are machines going to take over uh, for us humans? Uh, and it's such a great dialogue. And uh, this research truly did paint uh, what I'll call an optimistic view. Uh, some of the headlines uh, coming out of the research, 70% of workers said that they'd be happy to delegate as much work as possible to AI to lessen their workload. And so what that tells me that says we as humans actually want some help. We're looking for that help to be able to give us time back to do the things that we enjoy 
and innately the things that we as humans are great at, creative thinking, creative problem solving. Uh, not only did three and four uh, people tell us that they would be comfortable using AI for administrative tasks, but most people also said they'd be com comfortable using it for analytical and even creative work. And so it's not just about, hey, can I get a machine to help me with this thing? It's actually, can I offload some of that, I'll call it heavier work, and get AI to help me along on that journey? couple other quick stats. Uh, obviously, uh, people are also looking for AI to assist with finding the right information and answers they need. This idea that says we're just drowning under access to information or so much information. So that's about 86%. Things like summarizing their meetings and action items, 80% of people said they were looking for AI to play a role in that. And 77% were saying, hey, I actually want AI to help me plan my day. Mm. And so... Uh, for me, it's this idea that says the more people understand AI, the more they see the promise to help with the most meaningful parts of their jobs. It's not just that administrative function. Yeah, and I think we're just figuring it out right now, right? When I've totally. tried this a little bit, it's been more for research, but that's only the very tip of the iceberg on this. To use AI properly, though, you need the right skills. So mm -hmm. if you're going to get your workforce ready for this, what are the things you need to be thinking about? Yeah, you know, it's such a great question, Linda. Um, and I'll, I'll try to catch some of the, the headlines or the, the key items um, because it is a broad topic. Uh, obviously, from, I'll say, the very technical skills of how do I build AI models and train it. Um, but if I think about it at the edge, I'm, by the edge, I mean like at the frontline worker or sort of employee side of it, this is going to introduce a whole new way of interacting between humans and computers. Uh, and listen, I actually think we will get to a point where we won't be able to imagine work without it. Uh, I've been fortunate. I've had Copilot now for about 12 weeks. Uh, as I said to the head of our IT team uh, last week, which is this is the one tool you truly cannot take away from me. Uh, it is that big of a platform shift in the experiences that I'm feeling. Now, what does that mean for skills? Uh, things like prompt engineering, totally new capabilities that we're going to need to go build. How you interact with machines is different. Uh, so that's an area that we're going to need to all go build skills on. And yes, some of this can just come with practice and starting to use these tools and these technologies. Um, but there's also a lot of reskilling. This idea of reimagining workflows uh, with AI and understanding how do we infuse AI and automation. In that same research from our Work Trend Index, it tells us that 78% of leaders in Canada anticipate employees will need new skills in this AI era. And we can already see this because what's super cool uh, with that LinkedIn graph data is we can see there's thir 33 times more LinkedIn posts and an exponentially higher number of job postings that are starting to reference generative AI and GPT than there were a year ago. And so things like analytical judgment, flexibility, and emotional intelligence are top of the list of skills leaders that they believe will be most important for employees in this AI-powered future. Those are hard things, honestly. Like yeah. emotional intelligence, hard, hard to screen for. They're not necessarily the easiest to develop. Exactly. Uh, do you think it'll be easier or harder to find workers in this future, the right workers? Listen, I think... Um, I had a really good dialogue uh, with a customer a couple of weeks ago. Uh, we obviously here in Canada have suffered from a cyber uh, cybersecurity skill shortage for quite some time. Uh, and I think we will see that uh, emerge potentially, I'll say, as the next wave of AI. 
And so as I talk to customers and, and partners is really trying to encourage them to get on this right now. Uh, it is an opportunity to reskill and retool everyone uh, very rapidly uh, because this technology is here. It's not a question of it coming, it's here. Uh, and we believe uh, it is really that true sort of next reshaping of work um, where we think it's going to be the next big sort of uh, transformational pattern. Uh, and this idea that says AI will be a key skill for everybody, every employee. Uh, as I joked, and I'll, I'll leave you with this one, uh, back to one of those questions that I got on, hey, Jay, do you think computers are going to take over our jobs? Uh, my short answer is not yet. <laughs> um, but somebody that knows how to use AI absolutely will. And I think that's the moment for us as individuals and as leaders to kind of pause and think about. Okay, let's talk about that. Justin, because <laughs> yeah. we can't, we can't ignore sure. it. There's going to be disruption. There's been disruption before, right? We don't have elevator operators anymore. Technology changes things. And this is going to change things a lot. Which jobs are going to be the most impacted? I think we're learning a lot. Uh, I think every job uh, has an opportunity to be uh, transformed and AI infused. Uh, I think about how I work every single day. Uh, I can't live without it, uh, but I'm not working any less or any uh, any uh, less than I had in the past. But what I'm able to do is dedicate my time on the things that are more valuable, the ability to do creative um, sort of problem solving. Uh, connecting with my team and those sort of serendipitous water cooler chats that in some ways we haven't really had time for. Um, and so listen, uh, if we look back over all the major industrial revolutions, do we see an evolution of the workforce? A hundred percent. But if we think about all the new roles and job profiles that will be created in this AI innovation moment, I think there's also jobs coming that we can't even imagine today. And so uh, we will see some shifts uh, where and when it starts first. I'm not sure. Um, again, we can kind of walk through it, but I also think we're going to see a mass sort of creation of new skills and new job opportunities uh, that haven't existed in the past. It's so hard for organizations because they're trying to plan and they're trying to get the right people in place. Mm -hmm. If you're going to do something in training and if you're putting together a program now, what are the things you should be thinking about? Yeah, listen, um, I, I think it's uh, this idea of reskilling uh, has existed, frankly, for quite some time, uh, which is as we look at just the speed of innovation and speed of change for organizations and for leaders, this idea of how do we actually fuel both personal and professional growth in our people, it's become table stakes uh, for individuals to stay in their roles. Uh, it's about our personal growth and our own personal development. And so I think a lot of those fundamentals have been there for quite some time now. That being said is, do I think there's now a new capability set? A hundred percent. This idea of how do we actually build AI aptitude from things like practicing prompt engineering, as I talked about, to fact checking uh, and verifying AI generated content, all new capabilities that yes, we're all going to need to go learn, but I actually think there's going to be a whole set of capabilities that will uh, evolve. There's obviously the very technical side, which is how do I go build machine learning and AI models? Uh, and then, frankly, there's everything else in between. Uh, and I think it's an amazing opportunity uh, to crowdsource, uh, to learn from one another and uh, how we think about what roles, what functions uh, can evolve alongside AI uh, and creating new opportunities for reinvention. I think I've asked you this one before, Jason. We're going to ask it now with AI in our, uh, in our lens here. When you look at the future, five years or 10 years from now, what do you see? What do you think the big workplace changes will be? 
So uh, first and foremost, uh, AI is fundamentally changing the way the world does business. Uh, and it's going to fundamentally change the way each of us do our work uh, in that journey. Uh, there was a study, I think I saw it from uh, PwC, that calculated the global GDP will increase by 14% by 2030 as a result of the AI adoption, uh, contributing an additional $15.7 trillion to the global economy. So that's pretty profound. That is technology driving GDP growth. Um, as we think about uh, what that looks like for people and where does it really sort of land, uh, for business leaders and executives sort of globally across the world, we generally see sort of this high percentage, 90% of optimism around impact on growth, uh, huge impact on productivity, 80, 86%, uh, and 69% on job creation. And it gets back a little bit to the earlier question you asked on that optimism, this AI optimism. I think it's actually really cool. Um, listen, there is a reality, which is AI simply won't fix work but it will create a whole new way of working. For leaders, they need to understand how to help employees learn to work responsibly alongside AI to reap the rewards of it. For individuals, it's about value creation. Uh, for businesses and a brighter, more fulfilling future of work, uh, frankly, for everyone. And so uh, I think we're gonna see every unit of work uh, be challenged uh, and questioned and transformed in many ways. Uh, and I think in most cases, I think that's going to be for the better. I'm going to leave it on that optimistic note, Jason. Thank you so much for talking to me. My pleasure, Linda. Always great to chat with you. Jason Bromit is Head of Modern Work and Surface at Microsoft. Well, that's it for today. If you did like this conversation and you want to hear more about Jason and uh, some of the links he mentioned, please take a look at our show notes and you will see some links there. If you'd like to connect with me, I'm on Twitter, actually called X now, and also on social media. Now, if you did like this conversation about the future of work, please take a moment and leave a rating or a review wherever you get your podcasts. That will help people to find us and it will help to keep these conversations going. Thank you so much for listening. And thanks as always to Stoke the Audio for audio production. To learn more about work and the future and to see show notes, go to the workandthefuturepodcast.com. You can also contact us at comments at the workandthefuturepodcast.com. The Work in the Future podcast with Linda Nazareth is a relentless economics production. 